0: What's up everybody? Welcome to another edition of State Champs Hang Time. This is the podcast for the hoops enthusiast in the state of Michigan. We're so happy to be doing this again. We're kind of getting on a roll here back in the comfy confines of the State Champs Sports Network studios inside the podcast room. We got my men here ready to go. TJ Kelly, what's up?
1: How you doing? How you doing?
0: All uh, ready? Scott Bernstein?
2: Let's do it, baby. All
0: right. Jeff Dulac? Another week. All right. Here we go. Living the dream, as Jeff Dulac that's, always says. That's
2: my go-to line. All
0: right. Just before we get going, I do want to thank our sponsors for this particular program. That is Hungry Howie's dough Razor, the best fundraising you can do for your school, your event, your team. Go to doughraiser.com And, of course, BCAM, the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan, bcam.org. They are uh, proud to be a part of this cast. Uh, you'll hear from Dan Young later in, in the show. We're going to talk about Michigan. Uh, Mr. Basketball, kind of a little bit of the history, and we even did a little bit where we were comparing some of the original, uh, BK, uh original, um, old timer Mr. Basketball guys compared with today and the we their some, games.
3: I, I can I can uh, talk about some. We had some really good feedback from last week when okay. Dan came in and talked about the girls' basketball, um. Girl, sorry, yes. miss basketball yeah, yeah. for the girls hoopsters. I had about uh, maybe a half a dozen calls from people saying, you know, thanks for shouting us out on state champs. I had another couple saying, you oh, know, why wasn't my girls shouted right. out? Well, yeah, so of they, course, but still. But then the, the yeah. fact that there was this debate and people were talking about it and there was buzz, it means that you know people are paying attention.
0: Yeah, right? absolutely. We're getting it out there, and uh, let's get into it. Let's talk about rankings. Uh, not a lot of changes uh, since le- uh, last week, TJ.
1: Well, not yeah, not much because the the, the top teams wound
2: up winning. Skyline survived the curse.
1: Skyline survived the <laughs> curse. I tell you what, that was one heck of a game um, last Saturday at Belleville when Old Redford almost came back to beat Skyline. Uh, Skyline was able to hang on, um, and I think that Old Redford wound up coming back and tying the or tying the game or took a one-point um, advantage in the fourth quarter. Rocket Watts went for had 30 of his 31 points in the second half.
0: We were talking earlier today, we were saying that the, the juniors, we got Rocket and Romeo, yep. all yeah, the ones that we're going to be looking out for next year when it comes to we're talking about Mr. Basketball. Yep.
1: Without a doubt, those two are those two are unbelievable. Uh, But then, yeah, even moving on to Class B, I mean, those guys are. I mean, the 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 top three haven't changed: New Haven, uh, River Rouge, and.
2: Ben Harbor. Ben Benton Har- Harbor
1: and to be honest I mean depending on who you just saw you could probably say that they're the top team in class b because they're it. really rolling right now I
3: yeah. love what I'm seeing from and I'm just from afar because I'm not seeing the games in person but I'm uh, following him on social media and, and seeing some video highlights but I love what I see from Scooby Johnson mm-hmm. over at Benton Harbor moving his game to the outside showing everyone that he's not just an inside threat like last year he was you know their leading scorer on a team that uh, went to the final four uh you know some people called him one of the best or some people were calling him the best freshman in the state. I guess you could debate that. He's definitely one of the best freshmen in the state. But he was kind of more in the post last year. Mm-hmm. This year, you know, for a guy that's right now only about 6'6", uh, six, six, he's showing that he can step out.
2: Right. You know, what, one thing that stands out to me is Old Redford. Uh, you know, yeah, they lost to Skyline, but you know, I don't believe in good losses. But that's a loss that kind of proves that they don't need to go really go anywhere. That's the number one team in the in the Super Ten that they lost to. Uh, gave them a really good fight, and I think you look at a team like Detroit Old Redford, you know, they're they're going to be, you know, that next group of teams, you know, in Class B to be messed with when you have River Rouge, New Haven, Benton Harbor, and then I think you really have, you know, Detroit Old Redford, Grand Rapids CC, and the kind of that next tier of teams that are going to make some noise too.
3: Let me also – I don't know if I'm the first one to say this, but maybe I will be, but maybe not. Brandon Wade, sleeper – supersonic sleeper special for Mr. Basketball. Yeah. I
1: I, th- I think that he – I think that he – He's starting to more qualify himself for Consider, that, that, consideration. Fifth, that, that, that consideration yeah. for that possible fifth guy right. um, to be in there. I think that, you know, obviously we've got, you know, the big three with DeJulius, uh, Lawyer, and um, and Brandon Johns. Yep. And I think that, you know, there are some alternate spots that can go in there. And, you know, Trey Williams is putting up the, the video game numbers. Yeah, so right. I could see him going, you know, he's going to the Big Ten and stuff like that. But, you know, if there's a if there's a dark horse of a guy that can get in that, I think that Brandon Wade And I in.
3: love when I see a guy from the time, you know, from when you first see him as a 14, 15-year-old to when he's a 17, 18-year-old, know, you just see the progress. Yeah, right? yeah, And you see it every year getting better. They're playing huge game games. Every game getting better. Yeah. Huge yeah. games against great teams. But I'm saying, if you would have told so, me know. two years ago yeah, that yeah. Brandon Wade would be a Mr. Basketball candidate, I'd be like, eh, he's a good player. Let's keep it right. at that. right. But, hey— Hats off to right. what he's been doing. And
0: yeah. then you've got Marcus Bingham also in that.
2: He's going to get that Grand Rapids vote, and I think that's going to take him a long ways. He'll he'll definitely definitely be in the mix. I'd be surprised if he's not you know one of the top three finishers. If I had to be honest,
1: I I, I think that you could be one hundred percent correct. Um, the only thing is when you've got guys that are going to split the Michigan State votes and the Michigan votes, and that's one thing that they're all you know voters are. Let's say this fans are always mm-hmm. going to talk about how votes are split, and now all of a sudden if you've got. One guy in Detroit, one guy in uh, in Michigan that's going, or, or excuse me, in Lansing one in Mich- yeah. that's going that's going they're going to Michigan. Right. Then you've got Clarkston and Grand Rapids going to Michigan State. Hey, where do you where do you divide it? And then right. the other, there's thing a is, lot of that this yeah, year. Yeah, Brandon Johns lives in East Lansing. Right. right. You know, if he goes to Michigan State, I think hands down yeah, he winds up winning. Say. Yeah. You know, um, but now that's he's right. at Michigan. I think that now all of a sudden he's going to have to ask, you know, guys that are that are, that are diehard Spartan fans, all of a sudden they're going to have to change it up and say. Uh, You know, I got to vote for my guy going to Michigan. I
0: think the voters want to see them playing good players to good teams. Mm -hmm. You know, East Lansing is not playing that kind of schedule uh this year. Right. You know? Well they really haven't.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that that's the one they put up they
0: put up a
3: lot of wins. So they
0: could have gone out of their way though, maybe during the holiday, and others to schedule be in your tournament for Mm -hmm. instance.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean yeah it would it would have been great. You know, I but I also understand that sometimes scheduling you know doesn't work and then a lot of other teams they have you know in the programs they'll have home and home or you will a we'll visit you this year and you come and play at our event the next year and and just to catch up with stuff like that and, and I think with anybody who runs any events, you're not trying to break anybody's schedule or get out of their norm. Um, and I'm not—I don't ever press. It. If somebody says, "Hey, we can't do it." You know, I'm gonna right. say I never say why not.
0: And there's no question that Lansing area teams have had some great programs. Mm-hmm. Great, this is a downtime yes, right now for them. I mean, he dropped 51 against yeah. Sexton. You couldn't have said that a few years ago. And
1: Sexton doesn't won a game this year. Denzel
0: believe. was there. Was that right, Valentine? Yeah, Jalen Hayes. Say,
1: yeah, I mean, exactly. Trevor Manuel was there at one point. I mean, yeah. you look at you look at their their championship game or their championship team. I think what 2014, yeah, 2012. Five, all or
3: five starters are, are division division one, one guys. Right.
1: You know, I met mean, two are in the NBA.
3: Jalen yeah. Hayes right now over at, uh, at Oakland. Yeah, and the,
1: Bryn Forbes. At the Spurs. Bryn Forbes with the Spurs.
3: Hey, man, let to talk about a guy that I would not have anticipated <laughs> making a living in the league. Yeah. Again, hats off
2: to Bryn. Yeah,
1: and ate a lot of vegetables and milk, too. Helped him grow a yeah, foot.
2: I don't know, but Started one, at
3: Cleveland State and ended up at Michigan State.
2: The one yeah. thing that you know, bodes well, I think, for Brandon Johnson uh, a year like this for the Mr. Basketball Award is the fact that Brandon Johnson's missed two games, and East Lansing has lost their first two regular season games in three years now. Mm-hmm. So, I think it, it talks to, speaks to the importance of Brandon Johns to that East Lansing team. With that being said, Foster Lawyer not on Clarkson. I think Clarkson would struggle mightily. Um, and David Julius not on East English. They would struggle mightily. Um, but it does show the importance of Brandon Johns to that team. You know, the two games without him, they've lost. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. But Malik Jones this yeah. is their point guard. He's still going to Aquinas. Yep. I mean, the cupboard's not 100% empty without Brandon Johns. Right. But at the same he time, it that. just shows so much of his. What he what he brings to the table, right. but you would still like to see them at least maybe beat Okemos or Grand Ledge. Right.
0: Well, you know, talking about tournaments, you had yours last weekend. How did that go? Talk about the the matchups and how things worked out. You were out at Belleville for that. At,
1: at Belleville for the Fast Break Invitational, um, it was it was phenomenal. Um, got to see Kalamazoo Central play Ann Arbor Pioneer. They wound up coming up with a nice win. Um, one of the hottest teams, Detroit Renaissance, wound up uh, coming in that the the, the following game. And Westland John Glenn didn't have their best player Joe Moon, who did play last night, but he was out with an ankle injury. Uh, Detroit Renaissance was is rolling. Carrington um,
3: McCaskill, Chandler Turner. Carrington Good.
1: McCaskill, wound Underrated up
3: picking up
1: a v- duo VCU yep, offer. VCU offer yesterday or on Monday um, had a phenomenal game. He missed his first shot on Saturday and wound up, I think, scoring twenty five points and eleven of thirteen, and was eleven of thirteen or something like that from the field. Um, and then he winds up. But going on to speak about Renaissance, you know, you beat Henry Ford, you beat Cast Tech. One of your best players wound up getting an offer from VCU. You to up beating the solid Westland John Glenn team last. I went to the game on Tuesday. They want up beating uh, Detroit West or holding on to beat Detroit Western. And so, yeah, they're, the Renaissance is playing pretty well. Um, but moving on to the third game, Novi. The addition of Trendon Hankerson so and, the adif- and the addition of Tariq Woody they
3: started off one and six.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. um, they they might wind up fourteen and six. Yeah, right. I, I, it would not surprise would not surprise me at all.
3: Woody's a transfer. Hankerson was battling some uh, ankle issues.
1: Yep, mm-hmm. and but then you still got Trey Maddox, who's, who's a darn good player. And Giovanni Miles. Giovanni Miles.
3: Nick uh, Nick Williams coming off the bench is a really really nice six man.
1: Yeah, and Giovanni Giovanni wound up winning the the games MV, the mayor's MVP. Who I wound up giving there it you to, go. Um, but uh, wound up having, I think hitting six threes in the game. I mean he had he had a stretch in that first quarter where. It was just like, man, this guy – all right, well, how many points do you want to go for?
3: They got they got really uh, – they got everyone on the same page and, and really focused all of a sudden. I was talking to Coach Sanawi, This is about uh, the Novi Wildcats. Um, coming off a season last year where they won their league championship – very easily could have been in the quarterfinals, lost at the, in a controversial buzzer beater in the Class That's A right. region, regional championship game, and uh, bringing back pretty much the, the the entire cast of characters. And a lot of people had them in their you know uh, state top 10 or top 15, top 20, and they started off one and six. And I talked to Coach Now. He said, you know what? Frankly, we've just been reading a lot of our press clippings, and, and we're kind of just expecting to show up and, and teams just to lay down for us. Mm-hmm. And if anything, it goes the other direction. When, when you're a team that has these high expectations, people are geared up. To play you, um, and I saw them uh, right before the uh, Christmas break, or right before New Year's. Rather, they lost by twenty to, to Country Day. They should not be losing uh, to Country Day by twenty points. Right. This isn't the, the Shane Batty, Chris Weber, uh, Country Day teams, um, or even the Ray McCallum, Edmund
1: Sumner uh, Country g- Day. G- teams. Give them time. They're they're they're, no, they're I don't, not bad. Yeah, they're I mean, not bad. Is, Country Day is right. very
3: young. They got five freshmen and a really really nice sophomore, Wendell Green in, and Wendell
1: Green. I but like uh,
3: coach now he said we just gotta you know we just gotta kind of regroup. And uh, hope that our seniors uh, take the bull by the horns. We're going to, you know, get back, at, get, get back at it at practice. And those kids uh, between, uh, I think that was the 20th, 28th or 29th, between that and when we came back for break, obviously gaining the, the services of Hankerson and Woody help. But, you know, everyone, I've been watching their scores while uh, watching their highlights. They're just playing at a, a whole another level of basketball right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but finishing up uh, the last two games from the Fast Break Invitational, um, you had the monster game between Ann Arbor Skyline and the Old Redford. Uh, Rocket Watts wound up scoring 31 points, 30 in the second half. Brandon Wade wound up winning the Mayor's MVP uh, thirty-two and scored 32 points, but just brought a lot of consistency and really just drove the game. He, w- he had he had the wheel the entire time, and he just did a phenomenal job of maintaining their lead. Um so, uh, shouts out to Skyline. Um, but then in that last game, um, uh, we had uh, Belleville just, just really struggled. They had three opportunities to tie the game or to win um, coming down the stretch, wound up losing to two points uh, to West Bloomfield. And I tell you what, Donovan Moore, who just transferred in, is another one of those phenomenal, holy funny. Field. He's Yeah, he's he's really, really good, and they've just got so many guards on that West Bloomfield team.
3: Southpaw assassin.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. But, uh, yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. D. It's
3: interesting. i will mean, be getting
0: texts from uh, my Romulus peeps. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they've got Belleville on the schedule next Tuesday, so they're trying to get state champs to come out and everything. And I'm just curious, have you seen Romulus? I know we looked them up. We're mm-hmm. like, wow, they're 6-1, and one, but haven't heard any.
1: Yeah, um, they they lost to UD Jesuit and yeah. maybe by like 30 by points or yeah, something yeah. like that on a, like a random Saturday afternoon. something to 50-something. Yeah, yeah, and it was, and they were undefeated. And I, I'm really looking at my rankings. I was like, all right, just give me a reason why I can put you in the top 10. All right, you beat UD Jesuit. U a D Jesuits in the yeah, top ten? Yeah. Romulus isn't. Yeah, right. uh, but DJ Lundy has been playing yep. you know pretty well for them. He's he's now, their stabilizer. Um Herb Buckley's their the head coach over at Romulus and Demi- do Demetrius is dead, right? Uh no, I believe. Family member, but not his father. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Yes, but um yeah, but Herb Buckley he'll, he'll make sure that they'll do a good job. A nice I think job. he's been on the girl side okay. uh for, for quite a while, but he's doing well. Okay. Put
3: in a quick note about West Bloomfield. In addition to getting Donovan Moore, the the, sh- the transfer from Chicago, uh, who's come in and just really had three great games since he's been eligible. I believe he had seventeen his first game, eighteen a second game, or twenty one a second game, and 28, then 20, 28 and um, against Belleville. They've also got their defensive stopper back, Trey Mosley, who's one of the best uh, football recruits in the t- class of two thousand nineteen. As a wide receiver, had a huge breakout season this past fall. He didn't come out for the team for the first uh, couple weeks of the season. He wanted to focus on football. Had a change of heart, came back, and from what I heard, I wasn't there on Saturday. I heard it just had a lockdown effort on Gabe Brown uh, and uh, you know Belleville's Michigan State. Um, uh, Davion see, Williams. And what da- was it Davion Williams? I think it was Davion. Oh, I Davion
1: played pretty well, you know, but not to take anything away, so maybe maybe the difference was 10 points, which obviously would have been the game. Yeah, and don't
2: don't sleep on a guy like Trey Harvey either. Oh, Trey I mean, Harvey is oh, one yeah. of the best shooters. You know, know, if, if Jack, in the like you said last week, if Jack Ammon's the best, you know, sharp short in Metro Detroit, Trey Harvey might be that number too. Yeah. Well, let's do this. Just to wrap this segment
0: up real quick before we get
2: too long, uh, talk about some of the teams
0: who are maybe on the brink of getting into your rankings.
1: I you know what there there's there's so many that as far as Class A goes um, like I've moved Ypsilanti in, what happens to get Jenks dexter ones I've beaten them by eight points last night right um so but looking into some of the other teams Ypsilanti is still on the cost or excuse me not Ypsilanti, East Lansing who had just moved out because of their loss to Okamamus but then there are some other quality quality teams uh, across the state where you could probably yeah. look at um, I'm trying to think of uh, like, De La Salle isn't that far away. Of all their losses are, are quality losses. I'm not, obviously, no quality losses and stuff like that. But yeah. um, I think Wayne Memorial is another team where they've just lost to, you know, you lose to Clarkston, you lose to Canton, you lose to Ann Arbor Skyline. And I'm just looking, I'm just like, just give me one win. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You give, me, give me one win or don't lose by such a, a disparaging point margin mm-hmm. to Canton. What about you know?
0: some of the lower divisions?
1: Uh, n- and... I think in, when you move over to Class B, you have got New Boston Huron. Um, they have a big game, I believe, on Thursday or Friday against Monroe St. Mary's, who is um, one of the top teams in Class C. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be a test for them. If New Boston Huron can win win in that game, then you know they'll be they'll be they'll be projected into the cl- into the t- um, top ten of, of B. So I think that'll be a big game for them.
2: I gotta ask you. You know, we were talking about Detroit Renaissance earlier, um, but how close are they? To, to cracking those rankings they've got some big wins lately um and i just feel like they're they've, they've got a game i think towards the end of the month or beginning of february against cast tech but yeah you know, and, and, and they play be, at they cast, tech. cast yeah. Tech. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah and so i mean obviously i mean if you can really prove yourself but i also think that even if even if they're they don't win they don't lose another game going into that cast tech game mm-hmm. and then they go in the psl finals you know, I think that they can easily be a, a top ten team. Right. Um, I mean, whoever they're playing on Friday um, mm-hmm. just escapes me right now. Um, but I think
2: it's a uh, university
1: prep, or you know what? It's uh, North. They played Detroit Northwestern. Oh, North, Collegiate Yeah, prep, yeah, collegiate cool. private. Yep, so, um, yeah. Sorry about that. The the what,
2: okay. the the, 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 street, <laughs> right. the street shows what the same. Yeah, yeah, it, will, exactly. be. it right. will always be Northwestern. Yeah, exactly. yes,
1: yes, yeah, yes. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think Renaissance <laughs> is really, really close as well. Um, and not only that, they're playing with a bunch of confidence. Mm-hmm. And Chandler Turner last night is just so versatile in what he can do. I mean, he can burn you from the outside. He, can, you know, he plays the one through five. I think he's, the, he's, not, their, he's not their most exciting player, which Carrington is. McCaskill's
3: yeah. the best dunker yeah. in the state.
1: I
2: mean, yeah. lives For about my him.
3: money, yeah. that guy is a L- skywalker. And Lamar Norbert might have
2: something to say about that, but it's, it's pretty close. You said who? Lamar Norbert. Well, he's a, he yeah, might he have he someone someone about
3: about no, Yeah, but different types of dunkers. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little guy that's a dunk. Right. Yeah,
2: Carrington,
1: wanted, Carrington, is, Carrington is pretty excited. Yeah. And there were quite a few fans uh, at Belleville who were woo, like, right. man, who's this guy? You know, <laughs> are you sure the game can't go on any longer? Right. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I, I, I do right. like Carrington. But Chandler really brings that versatile option because he can score in the paint. He had offensive rebounds. He was – I mean, he, he like he had some nice finishes, you know, just like turnaround jumpers from five feet. It wasn't like he wasn't trying to do Kobe – turnarounds from 15 feet in the elbow and all that stuff. He, he just plays in his comfort zone, and he's and he was very efficient. And right, so right. I think that, that Chandler is, while he has Division one offers and stuff like that, he's the probably the guy that really nobody is talking about on that renaissance all team right. maybe as much as they could.
0: All right, so as we go to break, uh, know this. Uh, something we actually began discussing today, and I don't mind throwing it out there because I love doing it, is that we want to try to get something in the works next or we can bring back some sort of dunk contest something that we would have fans involved something we could do maybe at the Breslin Center maybe over the course of the semis at uh, an yeah. event there
3: that's how they do it in uh, Indiana and Illinois yeah. they both have the 3 point right. the statewide 3 yeah. point so the MHSA
0: the will do their their 3 point competition but we're talking about doing doing a dunk show i and think that uh, that would that'd be great it, for the fans i, I think yeah. it would be phenomenal we we could have videos submitted and uh, people voting on them we would take a top 5 have them at halftime one game and then take the final two for the halftime of the next game. Oakland maybe County, maybe the Friday AB, you know, the AB games. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oakland
3: County used to do it and uh, they stopped yep. it about 10 years ago, but yeah. m- one of my recollections as a as a as a, a player and uh, that participated in the three point shootout was when uh, I played in the when I shot in the three point uh, shootout. Shane Batty won the dunk contest and he right. won on a cartwheel dunk. So, right, really? right. It's the wildest yeah. thing
1: Shane has ever done in his life. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, Dan Young, before he left today, he was saying uh, they had a, a dunk contest and um, – it was, uh, he Ray said, Lee. Ray Lee. Yep. He yep. said he went underneath, pulled back, tomahawked, and uh, he just didn't get his last one up in time. He didn't. He, he wasted too much time in prepping, and so he didn't
2: win. Jalen Reynolds uh, ended up winning that one. Exactly. I was there for it, right? <clears> because <throat> he was just power dunking. Yep. You talk
1: about dunking now. And, uh, so Doug Anderson's up at Saginaw, playing for the right Holidays. Oh yeah, man,
0: no doubt, Dunk right. C. So uh, as we go to break quickly, uh, if we were going to have, let's say, this year we were going to have a contest, who would be the three guys you would want?
3: McAskill, uh,
1: in in Lamar Norman, Lamar Norman. Norman. And you give us our third. Oh wow! Um, I mean, I think there's a kid over at Detroit Northwestern who I really oh, like, yeah. as, uh, Steve Pearson. Stevie Pearson and yeah, at, at, at six foot two, just so explosive. Yeah. You know, maybe not the most skilled player, but it's all right. Yeah, but I mean, one tight. of the things that he does is he brings the he brings the the, the fans up out of their
2: seats. Another guy to look That's at, a... uh, Spider Johnson at Detroit Edison. Last year, he had a couple of big time dunks in the semifinals. You can, you can throw it down a little pure bit. pure power over a yeah.
3: cast Tech, Randy
1: Gilbert. There, so yeah, that's
2: another. Even Dewan Seal over it, oh, yeah. over I mean, at Pershing. who was
1: pretty really. He was really good at versus at t- Last tell week. me we wouldn't.
0: We wouldn't we, get everybody fired we could up. Yeah. There, right? Oh yeah.
1: Over roster pretty quickly. I'm sure Brandon Johnson would have something to say about that. Too. That's yeah, true. Not too bad.
0: Yeah, exactly. If they would let him play, the fun thing is when you get guys in who maybe, uh, and again, we don't have to limit it to seniors. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. you know, you bring the young guys who are still going, you know, are still hungry and trying to make a name for themselves, but also the ones who maybe don't have big time offers, but they can just get up and fly, yeah. and uh, and and that's how we do it. So that's what we're going to do for uh, the future. So stay tuned. No, we're always thinking, always planning, always trying to get things not only for you to be interactive with us, but for you to just enjoy as hoops fans. When we come back, we're going to go rapid fire on contenders and pretenders so you're going to want to stick around for that
3: fundraising should be fresh flavorful and simple we have the perfect solution at hungry howies dough razor your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations We've been doing this fundraiser for about four years, and it's the easiest and best and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan. Go to doughraiser.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Doughraiser.
0: Welcome back to... State champs hang time. This is the Hoops Podcast, joined by Jeff Dulac, TJ Kelly, Scott Bernstein. I'm Lauren Plant. We're getting to our second segment of this week, and that is contenders and pretenders. So, what we want to do is just kind of want to throw names, just kind of, kind of, just a couple comments, quick. You can just say contender, pretender. Maybe you got a quick comment, uh, but let's just do this. All right, Class A. Let's start there. Uh, Ann Arbor Skyline.
2: Contender. 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 You know, I think they, they got as much scoring as anybody in the state right now. Hazel
3: Park.
1: Contender. Contender. Yes. 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 Yeah, they've got premium gasoline. Yeah,
2: you look at guys like David Hearns, Carl Bow. You know, those are two guys that can probably match up with any backcourt in the state in yes. terms of athleticism and ability to get up and down. I would love to see a Hazel Park Skyline game. Up you know, and down the, the roster. Yeah.
3: Tough as nails.
2: Yes. Yep. You know, that that's a team that, you know, they've made a quick rise in the last couple of years, but. but they're here to stay, I think, I and mean, I speak largely large because of their players. It's but some big I think games coming up too. Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm,
3: I'm going yeah, to be at uh, uh, Hazel Park Troy on uh,
1: tomorrow. And yeah. then they've got West Bloomfield on January 30th. They've got Clarkston
2: February 3rd in mm-hmm. Grand Rapids. They play Benton Harbor.
3: They beat West Bloomfield last week in a you know a down to the wire
2: thriller. Right. So if there are any doubters of Hazel Park at this time, they'll, they'll answer. You'll those know by in them. a week they'll, and a half. The, yeah. 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 Speaking
0: yeah. of the defending champs, Clarkston.
2: Oh, contender, contender. for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, there, yeah, no, the,
0: yeah. How about if the, you're watching the the webcast here? Right, uh, yeah, it is uh, it's it's uh, the Scott, contender. Scott face. The yeah. contender. We're going to take a, uh, a still <laughs> right. a still of that, and that will be your meme. Uh, all right, then. Uh, how about Castech?
1: Uh yeah, you know what, Castech, they're they're con- they're still a contender. I think that you know they, they it might sometimes losing a game is beneficial, mm-hmm. and I think that for Castech, losing two games. This is probably going to be beneficial as a learning,
2: learning tool.
0: Who's going to win the PSL championship?
2: I think Cast Tech. I'm going to say one of four or five teams. Right? I'm going to yeah, say Castek's
3: still a contender. Um, don't love what I saw in those two losses, and mm-hmm. I would have really liked to see Marcus Gibbs still on that roster. Yeah. Uh, he moved over to King, and he's, he's a big difference maker. Mm-hmm. If Gibbs was still on that roster, I would say Cast Tech has a, a, a contender to win it all. Now I'll just say mm-hmm. they're a contender to go deep in the tournament.
2: Yep. I mm-hmm. think their depth is just what makes them a contender right now. Um, but like what Scott said, Marcus Gibbs would probably put them over the top. Yep.
0: Staying in the PSL, EEV, the English. Ville, East English
2: Village. As, as long as David Julius has yeah. the ball in his yeah. hands, they're, they're a contender yeah. in my, my book.
1: Yeah, I think, I think it all rides with, with, with the Julius. star and, power. Yeah, and not only the star power. I mean, he is, he is their Trey Young. Quickest yeah, release like that,
3: that I've seen this year. They got a
0: dunker on that team too. Yeah, Xavion got
1: exactly. one. Yeah, Xavion's not. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. But then they also have some other pieces they on got a that nice team. sophomore. Jay Sean Moore. Jay is Sean Moore. Is really is a really good sophomore. Um, you've got a kid, one of my, the best names of all time, Sudi McElroy, um, there you go. Uh, who's a junior. Um, Markywell Jackson's younger brother, um, who played at Crockett and then East English Village to finish out his high school career. But yeah, other uh, other. I mean, they've got some other pieces other than Julius, and I think mm-hmm. that. Just getting over some of the wins and some of their hurdles. And I think that they're the sleeper that can win the PSL title.
3: And any time Julius steps over half court, he's within his range.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> East Lansing,
3: pretender.
1: Yeah, I I I think that all due respect need to, to do a Steve okay yeah,
0: so it's waiting for the follow up. Yeah. yeah,
1: I think they've just got a little bit more that they've got to work with, but they can still make it to the Breslin just because there's not a lot of strength coming from the west side. Right, you know, I
2: I and I think they're a contender to make it there. And anytime you have a, a a star, I think it helps. So I'll call them a contender, but they're kind of like that last team I'm willing to kind of put in that contender list. Mm-hmm. Flint Carmen Ainsworth.
3: You know, I. I th- they play Clarkson really tough. You know the what? Uh,
2: they they have the
1: elements as far as they've got a s- experienced senior point guard in Jacavion Lewis. Mm-hmm. They've got Omari Duncan on the wing. They've got Mike Fletcher who's gonna be one of the best football players, yeah. you know, by the time he's a senior, if he's not one of the best players basketball. as a so- as a sophomore. Of, and he's one of the best
3: basketball yeah. players in the
1: flint area. Uh, yeah, and well he's also got division one offers. So I meant yeah. at yeah. six foot six, six foot seven. You know, he's a he's a guy that can really get a lot of things done in the middle. And I think that he has you need you need a strong point guard. Right. And I think the other thing is you need somebody that's over six foot six. Who gets meaningful minutes? The last team that won a uh, Class A title and didn't have a player over six foot six was Sagan Arthur Hill with Dark Tucker. There so you if you want to go back to what two thousand five or yeah. two thousand six or whatever yeah, that right. was, yeah. then hey, it is what it is. And I made a little five second call on Johnny Jones, and they might not have won. Right, and then it would have been Okemahs with uh, I believe he Alex had great, He
3: guy? had a ridiculous game that game, Johnny Jones. Yeah. State
1: finals. yeah, and especially the referee calling with right. that five counting behind them. You can't find me, you know. <laughs> Where's that referee it's counting behind you, but I can't see you. Right.
3: Canton. I'll say contender. You I, know I like what I've seen from them this year.
1: I, I think so as well. I. Let's say this. The more they win, the more teams are going to take them seriously. The more confidence they build. But I also think that now they're going to start getting every team's best right. game. yeah. Wayne Memorial is not going to play like they did the first no, time. You only. know, when they have to play the KLA championships and all that stuff, if they have to play a Novi, Novi has already had the target on their back, you yeah. know, to start the season. And they're saying, you know what, we're not going, we're not turning back from this. I think that Canton has, if they if they just had that little bit extra, and Chase, and Chase Meredith has been playing out of his mind mm-hmm. and doing very well as, as the glue guy in the middle for Canton, yep. um, B. Artist White playing obviously very well for Canton as well. I just really like to see them. Maybe if they had another key piece Mm -hmm. that you know with with some size, and I think that that's where they lack um, the 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 oomph to put them over the. I saw him against
3: against Troy over break.
0: I'm going to see him Tuesday against Salem because they're doing their Athletics Hall of Fame induction. So I'm going
2: to say pretender for now. But I want to see how they match up against that, those teams the second time around and see how you know they handle everybody's best, knowing Wait that they're for real now. now. Dude, right. Yeah. All right,
0: let's go to Class <laughs> B. How about River Rouge? Contender.
2: Contender. Yeah, you know, Contender. JV, yeah, we can go quick on JV and these. Torrance is a guy yeah. to watch for River Rouge. Yep. He's going to make that team go.
0: Our top three is New Haven. Yeah, Contender. Yeah, yeah. and Defending obviously champion. Benton Harbor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So those, back to the Breslin, those, all three of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, so that leaves room for one more. How about Old Redford Academy?
1: Yeah. Contender. Yeah, uh, I yeah, big, I con- yeah, I think time I think that they're contenders. And the other thing is we always talk about Mark Watts. Isaiah Jackson is the best 2020. Yep. There's another kid, Andre Polk, who had 17 points. That's He's awesome. six foot eight and he was making jumpers. And I think that if he can start doing that, it just brings a different dynamic. Because Isaiah Jackson doesn't have to score. Right. I mean, he scored, grabbed eight rebounds and score, and had seven blocks and had, maybe had two fouls or something like right. that. Just doesn't get in foul trouble. There are done a lot of guys, NBA pro, or, I mean, pro uh, college or in high school that are blocking shots and, and staying out of foul trouble. Right.
3: Detroit Henry Ford. I like them a lot. They play with a motor that's, like, a few that I've seen this year. They get up and down the floor and really come after you at, on every possession. And mm-hmm. when you when you play that type of basketball night in, night out, you're always going to be a contender.
2: Yep, contender yeah, contender here. Yeah, I agree.
3: Godwin Heights.
2: Contender. Contender.
3: Lamar Norman's got know, that swag factor. I mean, I I love what I you know. He, they is, love their
0: their team too out there. You know, I remember the few time, I've seen. I've, I've had to be out there a few times, and it's just
3: always he has lightning packed. in a bottle at six Which two. which which,
0: yeah. which it adds there is there is something as that's you know sixth man you know yeah. it means something. Yeah, but, not
3: to mention his his running buddy uh, Marquis
0: Hastings.
2: As as far as I'm concerned with Godwin Heights, that to me is the team that I think has the biggest shot to upset those top three in terms of winning a state championship. Marquise Hastings, Lamar Norman felt that success when they were freshmen. Now they're seniors. They want to end out and, and end, out, end out their high school careers on the high note. You know those those two are, are something to be reckoned with. Agreed.
0: Grand Rapids Catholic Central.
2: It's a tough one.
1: I I think that they're teetering mm-hmm. on the, A lot of it's going to depend on their guard play. They're, yeah. they're obviously we know about their forwards yep. in Polakovic and and, and uh, Bingham, Mark Bingham. and Bingham. Um, I think that they're the biggest thing that they have is the losses that they the, the loss that they've had any ups and downs as far as guard play those guards are only going to get better as the season goes along and so i think that they could wind up maybe be in the upset of godwin heights you know obviously mm-hmm. godwin beat them already in the first you know their first go around mm-hmm. um but you know right now i'm i'm kind of on the fence would that be a regional matchup that would uh, i believe it would be yeah. in the regional
3: there's an emotional factor there too with uh, jacob's father who passed away in the yep. off
1: season and
3: he's he's playing lights out for his pop so yeah um, you know, yeah, that's that's that, kind that, of when a, they have
0: rallying cries that yeah, that works. Sure. Yeah. Wow, that's that that's something
3: that, that huh? you can that can buoy you uh, in in
1: tournament play for sure. Uh,
0: all right, let's go to Class C and uh, Calvin Christian.
1: Just lost to Calvin, Covenant Christian last uh, night for fifty four forty five um, yep. at Covenant Christian. Um, Covenant Christian wound up making it to the finals and were Class B runner ups yep. Class C runner ups last year. Yes. Um, so I met mean, with Calvin Christian again. They've been to the Breslin a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. I think that they're contenders and that they can definitely make it back. Agreed.
0: Monroe Saint Mary Catholic Central. I love them. I like I love their
1: big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um CJ Hall who's going to yeah. Air Force. And yep. um, then they've also got a, a Hunter Kegley, um, who's a light style shooter um, from the guard position. And they've got a big game going up coming up against New Boston here on.
2: Their balance is big. You know, having that kind of balance in class C, I, they can they can compete with just about anybody.
1: And Randy Woodham is one of the best coaches around. Oh, absolutely. What about Dansville? An- another one. I love their big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Caleb Hodgson is one of the best. Um, but then they've also got a couple of other guards in France and, and Voss on that team who I think are kind of underrated. And again, you need What league do they play. play in? Oh, I want. I, I know it's not Interstate 8, but it's something yeah. right around there. Okay. Yeah. Because we don't talk about Dansville too often. Right. Yeah. You know? And But I also saw Dansville play against Henry Ford uh, School for Creative Studies earlier in the year. And... I mean, while it was uh, a pretty close game, I know Dansville wound up, uh, or excuse me, they, uh, they wound up beating Osborne. And Osborne, you know, they're they probably the best zero-win team or two-win team and three-win team right. in, the country, in the state. Yeah,
2: yeah. Dansville is out of the Central Michigan Athletic Conference. <laughs> there we go, the SMAC. So. <laughs> the C-MAC.
0: All right, let's, uh, let's uh, wrap up Class C, and we can go quickly because we talked about these teams. Mm-hmm. Detroit Edison?
1: Uh, I'm going to say pretender. pretender. I think that they're. I think that they're a pretender. They've got a. They've got a, They haven't. They haven't won a game in the PSL East, and and it's tough, and, and I know. I know it's tough, but you've got to be able to pull out one of those victories. PJ
3: mm-hmm. Mitchell is good, but he's no uh, David DeJulius, and DeJulius was. Sure? That's that's uh, PJ took David's spot at the the point when DeJulius left for Easting. Right. Yeah, staying, so stay in staying
0: PSL Pershing, which con- is weird to say Class C, but yeah.
2: yeah. I'm going to say contender. <laughs> I think that's a team with a lot of. A lot of balance, but I think their guard play is what can really take yeah, them far.
1: I seals, though. Yeah. you know, you know why I like them as a contender because they go to Warren Michigan Collegiate yep. to play in the district. Then they'll have to play Depsa more than likely, yep. or Loyola, or however that one's up going on. Mm-hmm. And then I mean they've got a pretty smooth road to the to the Breslin after after the regionals. Yeah, so I think that they're contenders. Similar to the road Depsa had last year. Yes.
2: Yes.
0: All right, uh,
2: Flint Beecher. Anytime Mike Williams is on the bench, they got to be a contender in my. And hope. they got
3: a really, really, really solid point guard, Jalen Terry. Yeah, Terry,
2: and and
1: Ernest Sanders would probably be in that dunk contest too that we were talking about earlier, yeah, yeah, two thousand twenty. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I just I just like to, I think that they're growing more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, championships aren't won in December and January. You know, I mean, everybody's making the playoffs, and so what are they doing to overcome those uh, those hiccups, those losses um, when it comes around to March and. And really, nobody is doing it better than Mike Williams. I mean, he's going to be up there with Lofton, Green, and and guys like that, Souls and stuff like that. If he wants to win another championship or two. Yep, yep, yep. Kurt Keener.
0: All right, let's wrap it up. Class D, of course, Southfield Christian. <laughs> yeah, got to yeah. be just, the odds-on t- favorite. Just, <laughs> just ticket them, just, yeah, just right. ticket just them right it. now. I'll, I'll yeah. see him in the state championship. No more Powers yeah. North Central to give them the, that. Right. Give them that uh, that true competition. But you know, a couple other t- other schools are going to battle Buckley.
1: Yep, Buckley, Buckley lost. Yeah. A, they've lost a few games. Um, I think the Kalamazoo hack it and then they wanna losing to to uh, to Frankfurt. Right. That's who, the other team. Yep, yeah, who's who's the other team and I think that, that they can make it to the Breslin as well as Buckley. Yeah. Um and then the, the loss to Glenn Lake, and while I do like Glenn Lake and, and they have been ranked in the state champs in Class C's rankings, um, I think that that's a game that
2: Buckley's gotta win.
1: Yeah. Um so
2: but what I will say about Buckley, they've got so many people or so many guys back from last year's team. Yep. Um, they made it to the state finals, mm-hmm. and I, I just feel that it's going to be a senior laden team. So I think that experience is going to make them a contender. Maybe not necessarily to beat Southfield Christian in the final, but to definitely get back to the Breslin Center.
1: Yeah, they're not. If, let's say this: if a, if Frankfurt or, or or Buckley isn't in the if isn't at the isn't at the Breslin. That's, then, that's an upset. Yeah, in then I mean, uh, then I hope it's Dollar Bay because I swear I want to get a shirt that says Dollar <laughs> Bay like so bad. I'm just like, man, this has got to be the best thing in the world. You can't,
3: you <laughs> can't manufacture experience. Uh, come March, and you know that's such a, such a huge thing for Buckley. So I'm saying contender.
0: Got it. All right. Well, that is our second second segment. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk with uh, B-CAM's Dan Young. Again, we're going to talk about Mr. Basketball, compare some of the uh, the old and the new in terms of guys who uh, have won the title before and guys who are up for it now and uh, kind of comparing their games a little bit and just talking about some other things as well. And then when we come back with the fellas, we're going to talk about the upcoming games, the best of the weekend. So stay with us right here on Hang Time.
4: Welcome to Be the Referee with M-H-S-E-A Assistant Director Mark Ewell. One of the more hotly debated topics in the world of high school basketball over the last six or seven years has been the topic of the shot clock. There are some parts of the country that advocate use of a shot clock. However, Michigan, along with many of the other Midwest states, have opposed adding the shot clock to high school basketball. One reason is the feedback we get from our basketball coaches is that a shot clock is not needed or necessary. That by adding this new rule, it would not improve or increase the level of play at the high school level. Plus, there are logistical considerations that all schools, if we used a shot clock, would now have to have personnel to run that equipment correctly.
3: Thanks, Mark. You can be a referee. Go online now to sign up at MHSAA.com. Be the Referee is a production of the MHSAA Network.
0: Welcome back to State Champs Hang Time Time for our segment with the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan. Dan Young here uh, each and every week here in the comfy confines of our podcast studio. And uh, talking a little bit about uh, Mr. Basketball today. Obviously, we got a, uh, a heated race. And uh, we've got another month, uh, as we discuss on the State Champs TV side this week, another month uh, before you guys, uh, you know, kind of start nailing this down and who, who our finalists will be.
4: Yeah, you start with a big list obviously, want to check out as many people as you can. And we're looking at now uh, almost the end of January, the names will be in for the final vote uh, February 28th and then we go ahead and vote. Right. It's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. Right.
0: And these are just current coaches who can vote. So obviously BCAM is a huge organization right. biggest in the country is, you know, uh, you've said uh,
4: but it's how many current coaches roughly do we have out there right now so right now just to explain bcam a little yeah. bit we have we've we were at 5600 members we're right about that this year that's the largest in the country because we're middle school college coaches you know we're just not just high school right also an athletic director can sign up with our school special so that's why those numbers are a little bit bigger which yeah. makes it great yeah because we get the word out and that but in order to vote is only a current coach who is coaching basketball at any level right. can, can vote on that. So that would be anywhere from probably uh, 1,500 to 2,000. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing exactly, but current coaches would, would be voting on that. And so um, get out and vote, coaches. Yeah, exactly. Uh, make it known, and this is the last month, so
0: everyone's kind of doing their due diligence right now about checking these guys out and mm-hmm. seeing what they bring to the table. Uh, because obviously, there's a lot of names out there, and uh, and names, you know, kind of, uh, you know, new ones always kind of come to the table. I'm sure uh, as they're, uh, you know, uh, with this hype machine that is social media. And YouTube and uh, word of mouth, you know, it's not just the written word anymore about uh, who a player is. So one of the things we wanted to do today was to have a little fun. And, uh, you know, I printed for Dan the list of uh, all the Mr. Basketball winners dating back to, I believe, 1981. That's awesome. And uh, when you look at these players, I mean, when you just scan the pages... for me there's two things number one i think of the guys who went on to to do great things at the next level which of there are several and then also just the guys who went high school you go man i don't care about whatever happened after high school but he, in high school right.
4: that dude was wicked that you look back at, at Brad Redford i'm looking at him right. I, he spoke at at uh, at our at our camp a couple of years ago and right. and sniper he, he, Unbelievable shooter. you look yeah. back Terry Mills, Glenn Rice, I Antoine Jobert, Dane Fife, Battier. Um, it goes on and on. Chris Weber. It's awesome. yeah, it's awesome. Who are some of the guys maybe that uh,
0: you know y- you really just have a a special feeling for in terms of their just pure talent when we're talking about if, if you know these guys of this Miss Basketball group. Of when you watched them in high school and you were just dumbfounded.
4: You know, for you know, for me when I was in high school. Yeah, exactly. These are all personal. Glenn Rice, Glenn Rice, and those Flint Northwestern teams. So I graduated in '86. He was the '85 winner. Yeah. I mean, just unreal. Super long. Shoot it, great, good guy. Right. Uh, Heard great stories about his family and what a good guy he was and and uh, had a great career at Michigan, a great career in the NBA with I the mean, Miami Heat. And yeah,
0: people forget it's that forgotten Michigan championship that uh, that they forget. Because, you know, the Fab could, Five was yeah. right after Remember,
4: that. He got hot, and they beat North Carolina, and they got on that run, and uh, he was amazing. You know, you go back and to And a great you, pro, too. A great pro. Great yeah. shooter, great yeah. size. Yeah. Played for um, the Lakers a little bit when I was uh, in L.A. and uh, got a chance to see him— do his thing got a chance to talk to drew knight last year at the state tournament and and we, we were talking about foster right and uh you know i, I was I just happened to be sitting next to him and uh drew was just an exciting high school player uh totally different like a scott skiles kind of guy yeah foster's like that right um yeah great competitor scrappy, scrappy yeah. just somebody you really like to follow and and, yeah. and uh um, and not af- not afraid to carry the load
0: when it's just not working. Right.
4: Yeah, exactly. You know? Maybe the best highlight film of all time was Jason Richardson's highlight film, his senior year. If you can find it in VHS. <laughs> yeah.
0: It might be on YouTube he, somewhere.
4: He dunked it 150 times, it seemed like. And it might not have been that because that Kelman's Central kid, I, you know, I heard he got 100 dunks his senior year. But. Yeah. Jason Richardson, then he won the the, the NBA um, dunk contest years later. And it was the pride of our state. Right. And uh, Arthur Hill. And um, so, you know, I've said before, is is having having good video on these guys and these girls when we get to the tournament, when we get to the voting period, because we have a big state. We're from all over the place. Yeah. And if you're going to have good voting, you're not going to be able to see everybody live unless they make a state tournament run. Yeah. So having great film uh, and and getting to know these guys and gals is going to make for good voting.
0: If uh, one of the things for me was when we you know the state champs era is uh, the way that uh, uh, my experience is with ice. Right. I moved here in 1999, uh, and then kind of you know was. Getting a little more training and experience, and then got into the high school scene. Right. Actually, in two thousand one, mm-hmm. uh, before state champs uh, with Fred McLeod, and then we went into state champs. Paul Davis was the first guy that I got to right. see uh, over Michigan at Rochester. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I was like, I was stunned at this. You know, this huge, you know, white guy was just uh, bringing it, and he was so um, unassuming yeah. in terms of his personality. Right. Yeah, you like know. Drago. I mean, right. just like kind of <laughs> exactly. just like, right. like stone cold exactly. You know, monster. And, yeah, right. And then right. you know, had a had a good good career at Michigan State. You know, and uh, and then obviously Final went,
4: fours went, and went yeah. to
0: the NBA. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, um, those you know, and and Dion Harris. The next year you talk about a dunk machine. He was another oh you know guy that would you know could take it from the free throw line. It seemed right. like, and, and it was always fun. Those were like. Redford days, you know, uh, Deion Harris and Manny Harris, you know, Cooper Real Harris, as we call them. Manny Fresh, you know, a few years later, it's like it was something about going to Redford and being in that gym, and uh, it was just all out. This is our house, and uh, you're going to have to scrap and fight yeah. if you're going to come out on top.
4: You know, Manny was just just really long, athletic, did everything really well. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, good old. P- I mean, the
0: PSL, I'm glad is is back. In the way that we're, great? See,
4: we're seeing good talent
0: again, because there was that stretch in the 2000s, and man, it was really, really strong. Yeah,
4: yeah. That, you want your cities to be strong yeah. in hoops. It just Especially made your biggest city. Yes, and and having, you know, the coaches in Detroit are second to none. These guys are so good. I can go up and down the list, getting to know these guys in the last five years at, at, at camp in the summer. But whew, they're well coached. They're disciplined. And uh, they're going into college ready to play, yeah. and, and both academically and uh, athletically. So that's a credit to those guys. Yeah, and we've seen the last
0: few years several guys making big, big contributions. Big impacts. Yeah, big yeah. impacts yeah. immediately. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Uh, so let's get into, uh, before we wrap up, some of the – Candidates that uh, I think who are playing well right now, we'll say candidates, but, you know, yeah, hopefuls, hopefuls,
4: hopefuls, yep. yeah, yep. there's uh, a lot of watch them. list, yeah, so
0: the, yeah, so the, the watch list. yes, yep. exactly, and, and you can even have fun and compare some of these guys to guys you've seen in the past in terms yeah, of their game,
4: it's fun when you're getting close to 50 years old, you can, you know, you think back to people that the kids might not remember that we would, you know, you think about Scott Skiles, right, what a great player out of Plymouth, Indiana, uh, scored 40-some points to get his team to the state championship and win the state championship in Indiana. And I'm hearing the, the comparison to Foster Lawyer from Clarkston, um, you know, size-wise, but just the grit and toughness and skill level and, and ability to get to the basket, handle the ball, find the open player, do exactly what the coach wants him to do, and can score. Yeah. And score and score most three pointers in that program's history, which is deep. Yeah, Dane Fife, uh, Mr. Basketball from Clarkston, uh, an assistant at Michigan State, great coach, great guy, and just um, always,
0: always, always in the thick of things. He just had that run of where they couldn't get out of the quarters, and that's the only right. reason we're not talking about Clarkston as one of the greatest programs of all time is because they just they'd run into buzzsaws like you Pontiac know, like, Northern, yeah, or and, Saginaw,
4: and, uh, Saginaw High, it, yeah, and, exactly. Um, you know, you've got uh, it's hard to get out. It's yeah. hard to get there. People say this and that, but coach, yeah,
0: and, and see close, if can get out. close, close games, heartbreakers in right. a lot, of, in a lot of cases. Right. So it was great yep. to see him win it, and uh, yeah, he's the real deal. He's the real deal. Uh, who are some other ones that uh, you think uh, are are playing well right now in terms of uh, Mr. Basketball? we well,
4: you got to talk about uh, David DeJulius and Brandon Johns. Both David DeJulius from East English is is just focused and and carrying his group. He's going to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, is very strong, very athletic. He's a great student. He's exactly along with Foster and these other guys. Exactly what you want in a Mister Basketball is a good guy, a good teammate, uh, and, and doing all the things off the court too. But he is just torching people lately. Torching people. Right. Proud tradition out there. Yeah. Right? He's 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 right in the mix of it right now. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Johns from uh, East Lansing, coached by Steve Fenimore, uh, is. He's like a Shane Battier for you old timers, um, and maybe that's not old timer, but uh, Shane Battier played at Country Day and 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 Duke, and uh, you Nash. know the NBA was on the Miami Heat teams in that yeah, man. National Player of the yeah, Year. Duke. He's he's a he's um, Brandon is six eight and a half six nine uh, wing player who goes inside and scores who dunks, but he rebounds great. He, he'll rebound and bring it and kind of be a point forward. Scotty Pippen. And, uh, you know, his game is just developing, but he looks like uh, Gronkowski out there. He's six eight and not thin. He's a strong man. Uh, he's going to Michigan, and he's having a great year. I heard he, heard he had 51 on somebody, but he's a guy that's going to get you 15, 18 rebounds. He's going to get you assists. He's also, also going to score 30. Yeah, I mean we got a great list, and yeah. it goes on. We could go on and on here. There's oh, yeah, there's, we got you know many more here. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. And uh, and we'll talk about that before
0: you guys kind of uh, get down to your finalists. Uh, obviously, it's it's a difficult decision. Is there a set number that no. the it, see? That's no, the thing. There's that, been some controversy yeah, with that too. So I wanted you to kind of address you know how you come down to your whatever five or six or three in yeah, some cases. Right.
4: Uh, the committee feels that. The best players who deserve to win it should be on the ballot to give it a chance to, for the vote. So right. it's been four, it's been three, mm-hmm. it's been five. Some people say it should be back in the old days, it should be wide open where um, you can vote for anybody, uh, and so, and then the, whoever gets the most. So uh, the committee has decided over years and years and years of doing this since 1981 mm-hmm. that the best way is to is to get what the committee feels is the best uh, for the for the uh, coaches then to vote on it. The top players, and it's it's the we probably would now had two, but you, you need it's it's the what they feel is the people that should win it and have a chance to win it and could win it. Um, so does so B- that's how it goes. So does BCAM
0: decide who the ballot is going to be and who they vote on, and then you just rank it from there in terms of votes? Say it again. It is, does BCAM – so, for instance, uh, when they're going to vote, do they go in and they just vote? You said they, don't, oh, they can't just the vote process? for – Oh, process? They're given a list of guys okay. to choose from? Yeah. I know what you mean. So yeah, when yeah. we get
4: to the final uh, candidates that are sent to our office from the committee – we will then. Okay, so or- you
0: have a committee who chooses the final group of guys that they're going to vote on.
4: Correct. That'll Okay. Be girls and guys, when that when that comes in. I'm just saying because and there's goes- people out there
0: who don't know the process; they'd like to know it.
4: Right. So then, when it goes to the actual voting of it, the yeah. list of players will be there, however many it is. Right. And that and is you- chosen
0: by a committee of who?
4: Of committee of uh, our chairman is Al Snyder, mm-hmm. uh, Mick McCabe is on our committee, mm-hmm. and then we have a, a, a whole crew of coaches around the state. That go see players and report back in a systematic way back to the committee.
0: Okay, and then they all give you, uh, and again, we're just spitballing here. They give you a a list of their top five, and then you break it down from there. Basically,
4: or? it is it starts with a big list and yeah. it keeps coming down. Okay, and, and then the, the committee, committee agrees. Like one person can't take one person off the off the list. Right. It has to be a group uh, thing, and it's 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 really a good way of doing it. It is, yeah. Uh, so th- then Al would would then uh, be the chair that would then be the spokesperson of that right? and take it out. So then when we get to the voting of it, just so you know, when, when, if if I was a voting member, which I am because I'm coaching girls at Salem right now, yeah. I would get the uh, email which sent to me would have the list, and I must vote for three, not just the top. Good. So it's a 5.3 and 1 voting. So you look at it, There's in the past years we've really pushed to get a video with it, um and so you have a a good feel for uh, the video is huge the video right. is huge cuz you're not going to be able to see all these people and then you do your vote five, three, one, first second third and then it will tally up and so it's 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 been working right
0: yeah it's interesting that uh you know these guys who are they're the conspiracy theorists out there always, yeah. you know because you know they're like oh well Let's just say Brandon Johns. Yeah. He's East Lansing. Well, he's going to get all their votes. You know, uh, I don't think that's always the case. And then they, and then they always talk about, well, it's really too bad that we've got three players down here out of Detroit right. because they're all going to split the vote. Whereas right. if you've got a player from the west side, uh, everybody's going to vote for him because it's just one. Kind of like know? the Heisman,
4: right? right. You say but from I, where I w- you are.
0: I would like to
4: think that
0: coaches know great players you are educated and 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 because of holiday tournaments and and again the fact that we can see a lot of these mm-hmm. guys on video more than we ever mm-hmm. have in the past that uh if i'm a coach let's say at east grand rapids and i've seen david de julius play i'm just throwing his name out there uh and i and then i kind of follow up and and uh you know I would say this is the best player in the state, in my opinion. You know, even though I may have someone right in my own backyard that is up for the award, I'm not going to vote just on um, patronage to my area.
4: Right. Uh, That's a great comment to make because if you think about last year, the two guys on the west side, Isaiah Livers and Xavier Tillman, west side of the state, they battled it out all the way to the end. And the guys in the city were right up there, too. You had two guys out of the city. Um, in Detroit, I mean, and so it went head to head out on the west side. It was in one area. Um, one year we had a guy from up north, who that's where that right. theory kind of was. Dwayne, um, yeah, we could look it up. Dwayne Anderson from Suttons Bay High School. Oh right, okay. Dwan. So Dwan Anderson. Dwan, I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. Dwan Dwan yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yep. Coached by uh, Todd Hersey. Yep. And, 2011. Right. So. No one else was up there, right? Okay, so they everybody saw him a lot. So in that case, maybe the coach. But he, he he had a great year, and there were some guys down in the city saying, "Well, it's because it's up north." Well, maybe it, maybe it was that year uh, in particular. But again, there was a lot of video on these guys, right? And right. then you talk about what's the competition level. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you know. It's never going to be a perfect system unless you have Chris Weber, correct? Right. Who's a no-brainer. Right. It's going to be controversial. Right, and that's what kind of makes it fun.
0: And I think, uh, <laughs> and I think even absolutely, and I think even a couple years ago, I think those who watched Cassius Winston, yeah, it, it was kind of a no-brainer. Yeah,
4: he's just uh, he's great. He's yeah, great. Exactly. And he's so fun to watch, and yeah, and he's going to
0: continue to be fun to watch. Yeah, I think he's awesome. Know, it's awesome seeing a, a young player. Um, who is now always was thrust in the spotlight now in the the, the big spotlight the 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 you know uh, You're biggest just biggest for in the court you are and uh, and and it's 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 interesting to watch him you know struggle and then also find it and do something really clutch in the end and and when you know the kid and he's such he's such a wonderful kid. Uh, it's, um, you really find yourself rooting for me, even if you don't root for that program. Right. I know me personally, uh, whoever the teams that I really, you know, want to see advance, uh, I just find myself all over the country now because we have sent so many
4: all over, right. uh, just watching. Like games. Monte Morris. He just, he yeah. just, you just, you, know, you wanted Iowa state a couple of years ago yeah. to, to just, he's such a good guy. Well, Absolutely. Mike Williams was his high school coach yeah. and good player. Yeah, um, E. C. Matthews out in Rhode Island. Oh, you know I what saw I mean? him. Yeah. up He's, close and personal. Right, and <laughs> they and they've
0: and they've, and, uh, and you know every once in a while Rhode Island's on. You know, ESPN two on a Saturday morning. Yep. Danny I'll pop Hurley I'll yep. and I'll watch it. So yeah, exactly. What a,
4: yeah, what a monster of a player. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and
0: there's this, Jalen Reynolds who went to Lavonia Stevenson who yep. went to. Uh, yeah, we Nick had a, Xavier and we uh, had
4: a dunk contest at the palace when we used to do our uh, All Star game. Right. And, Why uh, don't you do that anymore? The All Star Game? No. Yeah. Um. It's so funny. It's so interesting. Yes. That uh, we couldn't get the best players to come anymore. Oh. I but you know it. what's interesting? We dropped it, and hardly anybody said anything about it. So we mm. felt like it was the right. It was time. Yeah. You know, back in when we were all when there was no AAU, you had a chance in an All Star game to play against the best guys, and you never got that chance. Yeah. Do they think- don't really it's not that big a deal I anymore. And 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 it was disappointing. But then when we didn't do it, no one even really noticed. I, I shouldn't yeah. say that. There are some people there's obviously some areas where kids come down, yeah. maybe smaller schools right. and get a chance to play in that. My wife played in it. Yeah. Uh in eighty three. Wow. I mean it's it's still a big it's a big deal to say I played in the Michigan High School All-Star Game. Yeah. But it wasn't missed. What about- We were like we, we we I think we made the right decision because we didn't get any.
0: It wasn't even hardly right. even noticed. So I understand, you know, players maybe not wanting to hurt themselves in the game. But in something, what if we brought back, you know, say at the finals, uh, you know, finals weekend, we brought back some skills competitions.
4: No, they do. They do a. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Tell me what. Tell me yeah, what you're say. I was gonna say, and and, and again, uh, like a but the
0: fun one's like a dunk contest or something along those. I mean, I don't know. Do they do a, the, sh-
4: a shooting? What they've tried to do uh, with the MHSAA is is BCAM has a top shooters contest, mm-hmm. um, free throws and three point, right? I've team seen, and individual, right? And Mark Bray runs that. Dennis right, Hopkins that, has helped, yeah. and they've they've tried to bring the finalists to the Breslin for the state championship and have that on there, right? Um, dunk contest, yeah. Huh? That's what I'm talking about. That's what the fans want
0: to see. And the great thing about it is it doesn't always have to be the best players. You just happen to have a really great dunker on your team. You know, it's kind of like the way the NBA is now. A lot of times it's not an all-star right. who's in that competition. It's just somebody who can just bring it and wing it. So
4: that would be fun, huh? Yeah. A B-cam dunk contest. Yeah. Hey, he said it. I didn't yeah, say it. I don't know. Saying. I don't know. We'd have to we'd have to see but uh, that would be exciting. That. Uh yeah, it would you be. You know we have our our, our Mr. and Miss Basketball presentation at the Free Press yeah. uh, sponsored by United Dairy of Michigan and it's also at the state championship as well. We present it right. sometime during um uh one of the state championship games normally the the class of of the recipient, you know, a class A or B whatever it becomes. So that's exciting. So I don't know. Maybe we could do some more things. Uh, I think we should. Yeah, right. I think we should. State champs
0: can get involved with that as okay. well. Okay. Okay. We can pump that. We can do a voting contest. We can have people submit videos, and then we choose the guys who come and and yeah. Uh, there's some people out there. It. I'm
4: sure that uh, I had a kid Earl Hardison at Glen that it was just right uh, leapers. Just jump man. Oh yeah. yeah, and and we've all had a few. Yeah, and
0: it's it's something I think that uh, everyone would get a real kick out of. And uh, anyway. We'll see. We're always going to toss around these things. That's why it's, it's fun. fun. That's what it's all about. D-camp. That's why uh, state
4: champs is great. Right? It's, it's, Thank you. And we it's promoting high school. Right? And it's promoting that person. Maybe you don't know about and 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 no one. Maybe that individual school or that area knows, but maybe hasn't gotten on the radar yet. That's the most fun, I think. With with you guys and and us being a part of it it's that's just right. been super
0: cool and the mhsa has jumped on board now and we're all kind of working together and uh which I think we it's great. work and that's very closely we, with yes. and we
4: have uh great respect for the mhsa and all the tough things they're going through yeah, right sure. now oh yeah and trying to support them through these tough times but oh yeah um hey absolutely we're all we're all working together
0: that's right onward and upward uh thank you dan appreciate thank you appreciate it, it. it. Uh, yeah absolutely we'll see you next week uh coming up it's our top game segment so stick with
4: Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's, Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. Hungry Howie's makes it easy. It's just a little mini pizza box, but we make lots of money, lots of dough. Go to doughraiser.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored
0: crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. All right, welcome back to Hang Time. This is the High School Hoops podcast here in the state of Michigan. State champs, Hang Time. Uh, what is this, episode four already? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. So uh, Jeff Dulac, TJ Kelly, Scott Bernstein back with me in the room uh, I thank uh, Dan Young for for his participation in Bcam, uh, being a sponsor of this program. Also, of course, Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Go to DoughRazor com. They are the uh, the presenting sponsor of our podcast. And mm-hmm. so uh, quickly, we're going to get to our fourth segment of the show, which is our kind of top games of the weekend that are coming up. This would be either Friday or Saturday, or even Thursday yeah. in this case. Yep. Uh, so, uh, but uh, but you want to also you know take nominations? Yeah. So.
2: Uh, for anybody watching, uh, we're going to start doing, I believe starting next week, we're going to start doing a mailbag segment. So if you have any questions for TJ, Scott, Lauren, or myself, you want them answered, whether it's about TJ's rankings, you know, how do you want to know how the Mr. Basketball uh, race is going to play out, shoot us a message, whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, our website. Um, find the comment section on SoundCloud and just uh, shoot your question. We'll make sure we get it on next week's podcast.
0: Yeah, and even if you don't have a particular question, you just want to comment. You yeah. want to comment about something we were talking about. You want to disagree or agree. Yeah, yeah we can do that here, address it here. We're and, all about
2: uh, debate. And, that's and, right.
0: That's right. And since uh, we, Dan and I had fun going through Mr. Basketball, especially the Mr. Basketballs of the past, mm-hmm. I was just going to throw this out here while you mm-hmm. guys are you know fresh and you're not thinking about it. And it's, and it's always fun to just kind of look at the list. And this goes all the way back to '81, and when you turn the page and you look at some of these names, who are some of the names that you look at and just immediately they jump out to you when you think about them in high school?
3: Well, Glenn, you know? Glenn Rice at you know at, at Flint Northwestern, at Dan, Dan arguably you know maybe the greatest. Uh, Two-year run of any basketball uh, program in, in the state. They lost. I think they were like uh, forty-nine and one. Mm. Uh, and Glenn Rice was just unbelievable at as a high schooler. Yeah, and obviously what, at the University of that. Michigan, won a national championship. At University of Michigan went on to have a really long NBA career where he was a multi, multiple-time All Star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw him
0: play with
1: the
3: Lakers uh, got, uh, towards the end, end of,
1: of his career. I think he got robbed in one of those All Star games. I think there right. was the, the time Magic came back. That's You're right, you know, oh. and and Glenn Rice was yeah. out there bombing ninety two. All of a sudden, this guy comes in yeah. there and ruins it. The know? first winner, I mean, obviously <laughs> yeah, I didn't come see, out of retirement and beat me.
3: The first winner, who I, obviously I didn't see play,
1: but yeah, it's all right. Sam
3: Vincent at Lansing Eastern went on to have a, a pretty you know a long uh, NBA career, and he actually was in the backcourt with Michael Jordan, right? Um, right. Uh, with the, the and some of Jordan's early Bulls teams. Mm-hmm.
2: One name that stands out to me is kind of my first time uh, covering something outside of Oakland County. Uh, Keith Applin. Got I got a chance to just. Just for the heck of it, went to, to cover him during a regional final. He went off for fifty points, and at that time, he was the best uh, you know high school player I had seen. Uh, the one you know, Mr. He's Bass, probably taking visitors.
0: You can go see him. You know, <laughs> uh, he probably would love to talk to you. Uh,
2: Sorry. The, the one race that stands out to me the most, and it's probably the most controversial, at least from my time, you know, covering it, is two thousand thirteen. Monte Morris and James Young, both up for the award. Um, you know, I think. B camp took a little bit of slack because it was Monte Morris over James Young, but I think now that we look at it in hindsight, you know, it, they got it right. You know, considering college career, and it seems like Monte Morris is at least tracking for a better all around pro career at this point.
1: Yeah, well, I'd, I'd tell you what, it's Monte Morris won up winning state championships yeah. while yes. while James struggled to make it out of the district. Yeah, and so I think that winning has a lot to go towards, mm-hmm. you know, their their voting. Uh, yeah, uh, one I know I I, I, I like Matt Costello. Mm-hmm. But how Denzel Valentine doesn't win that year yep. after just being after being on a dominant Lansing Sexton team. To be honest, probably one of the the best two year teams mm-hmm. that, that we've had in recent history. Um, Brad Redford's my guy. Yeah, you know, Brad. Yeah. Brad's my Konishiwa, Brad. <laughs> you know? but, at the, but at the same time, um, you know, I mean, Draymond Green. You know, it, it's one of those yeah. things, and I know that Brad's doing this thing and all. You know, right. in, down in Cincinnati right now. But you know, be, yeah, well, agree. In two thousand
3: five, Wilson Chandler won. I remember at the yep. time, people saying this is the worst Mr. Basketball uh, winner we've ever <laughs> had. He ended up having an NBA career, got drafted in the first yep. round to Paul, and then uh, another maybe kind of dubious honor um, in uh, two thousand eleven, Duan Anderson from, from Sutton. Yep. Uh, Suttons Bay. Uh, we Sutton's talked Bay about won. that with Dan up he was north. Supposed to go to Michigan State, yeah. didn't end up there. Ended up at Wagner and kind yeah. of an un, uh, unimpressive.
4: Uh, yeah, future after we were talking about
3: voting, and only the current coaches, you know,
0: ha- have an opportunity to vote. It's not just because they're such a huge organization uh, that you've got. You know, I think there's six thousand or something that uh, uh, are. are Eligible, the, the largest in the country. Yeah, yeah.
3: But I'll exactly. say the most dominant of these guys was Chris Webber. Yeah, without yes. a doubt.
0: And yeah. again, yeah. another yeah. controversial oh. year because that was Jalen Rose who yeah. was with them. You yeah, know but, what I mean?
3: but even yeah. at the time, I, know. I mean, I was a kid at the time, eleven, I twelve. But I, I, I just remember it was a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. He was going to win every game, thirty points, right. fifteen rebounds, right? Just the definition of dominant. I know. Um, and then just to say something about his, um, even though
0: even though Southwestern beat Country, yeah. yeah, when they did yeah. play, both right. well, Class
3: A versus Class B. And you had a, a team in oh, Southwest. Yeah. You had a team at Southwest that, that had three that, NBA what, players in their back. Yeah, line. I know. I know. Uh, was that a Cobo? They did that. Yeah. See, one, uh, one yeah, that yeah.
2: stands out to me is, is Drew Nightsoil, and that was kind of the first yeah. time when I, I was still in high school at the time. But hearing about other high school basketball players, Malik well, and Joe. Yeah, and you know, Drew Knightzel man. Let me just
3: say one he, more he could thing. Do just he about was everything. Sweet, dude. About uh, Chris Weber's fellow alum at Country Day, Shane Batty. Now yeah. Batty, another one of the guys that was kind of a foregone conclusion in, in, in '97 that he was going to win it. But really if you go back and look at his stats, his stats were not that impressive. Me mm-hmm. averaged about 16-17 points a game, 10 rebounds, and he never stepped outside the paint. Right. I remember saying yeah. I remember saying at the time, yeah. what's he going to be at the college level? Now the joke's on me. He yeah, ended up having right. an, an amazing college career. National a, Player of the Year. And, uh, uh, and, an, and, a, and an outstanding, I mean, relatively outstanding pro career. Had a Great career. Um, but, you know, he's a guy that really developed his game, yeah. uh, wasn't just uh, you know, uh, complacent with, with all the accolades as a high schooler. And, you know, literally, he hit the ground running at Duke. I remember watching his first game at Duke, and he popped like three or four threes in the first yeah. half. And I'm like, where was that in high school?
1: Right. But he didn't need it. Right, well, well, One other guy who had a far better pro career, and I just have to shout him out, is Antonio Gates. And yeah. everybody knows that he yep. should have definitely beat Dane Fife that year after he especially dominated him. Mean, I think it was at Ferndale's gym uh, <laughs> when Detroit Central uh, wound up going on yeah. and, uh, before they wound up winning People their state don't know he was a basketball player. Yeah. Yes, and went to Michigan State. He went to State yeah. on yeah. a basketball scouting. He didn't play yes. football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I heard that Izzo didn't even want Fife you know, at the time. So I hope Dane Fife is listening. If he's not, I'll make sure I tag him three or four times. And even make sure I send him a text message to let him know that I'm getting my understanding understood. I'll make sure I clip
2: this segment off just for TJ's
1: purposes. (laughs) (laughs) And
3: and kind of in lockstep with what's happened in this year with the Thomas Kithier situation, that year, Dane senior year, they brought in Angelo Taylor from 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 their arch rival Pontiac Northern, Mm -hmm. and it was a huge deal at the time. Angelo moved from uh, Pontiac Northern, and I believe he got an apartment in in Clarkston and came over, and they thought that was the the anecdote that was going to get them over the mm-hmm. top and get them uh, to the final four of the state championship and uh, Antonio Gates and I believe it was Dante Darling yep. and Jimmy Twyman over at Central yep. said not so fast guys
2: <laughs> right right there you uh. go
0: all right guys so that was fun mm-hmm. uh, and it's all I just like spring and stuff on you guys and it's always great to lose. and, uh, and we could sit down with hoops fans and just literally have a whole show just you can on argue we you can doing.
2: have a debate about every single one of these winners
0: absolutely absolutely maybe not everyone well, yeah.
2: but but I, yeah i look back at coaches yeah. and I was yeah, pretty he, who's obvious. Gonna yeah who's going to say yeah, that john garavello Car- was well, definitely the number
1: one player in 1998 mean, for me dane I mean, Fife is my is my tom personal Berger, maybe <laughs>
3: dane Fife is my personal favorite just for what he did after he yeah. took my hoosiers to yeah, to the to the NCAA no championship game and, and you know if it wasn't for our point guard tom coverdale having an ankle injury i honestly believe we win the 2002 national championship Fife had an amazing senior season after kind of a disappointing first three years coming off uh, on McDonald's All-American career, but averaged about 12 points a game, popping them from three, was was the straw that stirred the drink on that 0-2 team, rallying everyone after Bobby Knight left, and just really had an amazing senior year. And because of that senior year in 2002, never has to buy a drink, never has to buy a (laughs) dinner when he's in Indiana. He's beloved for that season. Because they haven't done much since then. Yeah, and
0: they <laughs> haven't done much since <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: yeah, So, so they don't have right
0: anything around. else to yeah. draw yeah. off of except the last time. All right, let's get into our best upcoming games uh, for this weekend, and uh, including Thursday. Let's uh, start with East, East English Village at Pershing Friday at 4.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what, they, that's the battle for the PSL East. Um, yeah. Right now, they're doing, they're, everybody's jockeying for position as far mm-hmm. as seating goes. Everybody wants that home game. Um, th- or or they let's say if you're not depths there's there's a chance that they probably will have to play a uh, play in game mm-hmm. um to come in but uh with Rennes, excuse me but with pershing and east english village only having one loss that's a huge game for both teams yep. it's tough to win at pershing it's yeah. tough oh, yeah, to it win is. at pershing And these kids they walk in and they're like man this doesn't look anything like my gym you know right. east english village <laughs> yeah, you know they have got as a relatively <laughs> n- new school yeah i mean you yeah. got stuff that got dust on those Yeah. Like man, it's, look at all these fun. banners it's right up, here. Right. You know, so it is crazy. Yeah.
0: No doubt, it's intimidating. So, uh, New Boston Huron at Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central. That is a Friday night seven o'clock game.
1: Yeah, got to go with the home team there. Mm-hmm. Um, New Boston Huron. If they can win, then they're crack the top ten. Yeah. Um, but right now, uh, Randy Wyndham has them has those guys rolling, and uh, C.J. Houghton, Kegley, they're doing it.
3: I'll, I'll take uh, who, who I consider the, the 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 one of the best on, on the sideline in Windham. And uh, I think that the Wyndham's troops get that victory. Yep, I agree. Uh,
0: And, again, these are games for you as a Hoops fan that you should know of some of the best games that you can go and check out Mm -hmm. if you want to just go watch some great uh, high school basketball. Muskegon at Detroit Loyola. That's Saturday at 4 o'clock.
1: I'll tell you this. Muskegon usually brings a ton of fans. I don't know how they're going to I mean, Loyola fits 150 people in there. Too. It's a church. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean it's 150. You're, and you're playing you're, in a church. And you're yeah. on one side, cool. and they're only, I mean, imagine, and so what, there are five stands in the, in the, you know, five stairs right. in, the, in the bleachers on only one side of the mm-hmm. sideline. So so what you're saying is, fans, don't go to this game.
0: You're not no, get I, I'll
1: it. tell you this. It's, yeah, it's going to be a really tough one to get into. Yep. But um, I think the Muskegon, they might probably have just a little bit too much depth. And while I do like Loyola. Uh, Cam Hudson, Myron Gardner is one of the best 2019 yeah. players that we the best juniors that we have in the state. Um, I just think that they might, it might just be a little bit too much fire firepower coming from most the West likely.
2: Side. Yeah, I, I want to see how Myron Gardner kind of stacks up against a, a you know a solid Class A team like Muskegon, but I you know Muskegon's Muskegon for a reason.
0: Yeah. Troy at Hazel Park. They're playing Thursday night, I'll so the, we tape there. these on Wednesdays, and yep. uh, uh, we release these at 5 on Thursdays. So if you do see this, uh, the game's starting in about an hour. Yeah. Or right. or
3: <laughs> yeah. A matchup of top-notch backcourts. Uh, Troy brings uh, Jason Dietz and Leon Ayers. Took Troy to the uh, Class A quarters last year. Hazel Park has you know, a three-headed monster of, of Hearns, Bow, and, and, De- and Devin Pettis. And I really like what they also have on the, win, uh, on the wing with uh, Kari Adams and Kyle Washington. Uh, I'm going to take Hazel Park at this. This is they're playing at Hazel Park, but I expect it to go down to the wire.
1: Yeah, don't forget about Danny Sully over at. Uh, oh, over, Danny over Sully, yeah, Troy. he's a bruiser. Him I mean, and Rob. Bannis nice too. I mean, him and good. Rob
3: Bannis make up a really nice front court. Yeah, for, and, and, uh, and the Troy. other
1: thing about Danny Sully is he had a Division two offer in in Ohio Dominican, turn it down and am going to U of M Dearborn. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Troy's. I mean, they're they're the, they're the they're the real deal. Um, but I'm with you. I, think I mean, that they Hazel took Clarkson, Clarkson to
0: overtime, field. which was Without our, our De- And Dietz
3: wasn't on the right? – Dietz was uh, okay. nursing an injury. Yeah, yeah,
0: and it was funny. If if you look at the highlights, which you can see uh, on our State Champs YouTube page or at statechampsnetwork.com, uh, you know, Clarkston, I mean, Lawyer had 44. At 44 40, of right? yeah. their 57. Right, right. But, um, you know, they tried to close it out. They tried to throw the ball around, and Troy's defense mm-hmm. is what, uh, you
2: know, made the difference yes. in order to push yeah. it to OT.
3: Dietz – Ayers, Sully, and Bannis are all, like, their wingspan combined is ridiculous.
2: Right. Yep. Yep. Alright,
0: then we'll wrap it up. Uh, another Thursday night game, West Bloomfield at Clarkston.
2: This is kind of a, a show-me game. What We want to for talk West about how, how, for real, West Bloomfield is with Donovan Moore. This is their chance to show it. Uh, and, I mean, Clarkson is Clarkson. I'm
3: something. eager to see the defensive matchup. Uh, Jalen Kelso, who's one of the best lockdown defenders in the state, going up against
2: Foster Lawyer.
1: Yep. So, I think the, one of the things that West Bloomfield brings with Donovan Moore, especially him playing off the wing. That's Clarkston's soft spot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so all of a sudden, you've got to deal with six foot three, very athletic, knows how to get to the basket. If Donovan Moore is shooting the ball well in that game, West Bloomfield can win that game. Oh, yeah. The reason why they're not going to win that game is because they're playing at Clarkston, and they're playing Clarkston. And that,
2: that's why CJ— And C. the officials up. when you're playing at Clarkston. Right. You think <laughs> they
1: get worked over a little They're like, man, I got Essler
2: on Tuesday. You just gotta, got to <laughs> expect <laughs> when you
3: go in there that you're playing, you know, uh, uh, whatever, seven on five. Right.
2: Uh, you know, eight, you, not, eight on five. You look at it and I think, to, to TJ's point, with Donovan Moore on the wing and Trey Harvey on the wing— I think that's where you know C.J. Robinson's going to be kind of the X factor in a game like that, where you know that defense on the wing, you know, going man to man, I think that's going to be huge in a game like that. One more
0: segment to go. We're going to wrap it up talking about the impact of transfers and those uh, who are affecting their teams right now. We talked about Novi earlier. Yep. That is a big one. So stick with us. We'll be right back as we wrap up hang time. Your home for high school sports is Michigan's original high school sports show, State Champs. For over a decade, the multiple Emmy award-winning State Champs covers all sports statewide, 40 weeks a year. Catch State Champs, Sundays at 9 a.m. on Fox Sports Detroit and StateChampsNetwork.com. guys. Welcome back. Episode 4 of State Champs. Hang time is almost in the books but we have one more segment. and We just want to kind of quickly, uh, especially from the guys who live it, uh, is get some some word on the transfers who are now playing with their teams and making an impact. So often, uh, for those who maybe just see the Holiday Hoops, the stuff prior to January, all of a sudden you know, they think we beat that team by 20 yeah. a few weeks ago and all of a sudden it's different a completely look, right? different team. We talked about Novi, uh, and, and the fact that they have our yeah, Tari- uh, guys right now which are making them contenders well, not just yeah, you yeah. know better
3: Tariq Woody in the middle came over from plymouth um he is a he is a, a difference maker uh, first game uh, back or first game uh, in a nova uniform at 18 points 14 boards just has a lot of length good uh, uh, nice touch underneath the basket it's got a nice motor um and this you know has really uh paid big dividends getting him into the lineup yeah. for, for the Wildcats.
0: and not to mix news with uh, you know, what we're talking about. But, you know, there was a little bit of controversy over there with, uh, did, he, did he go to, was he Tariq in World? Nova with Tariq? And, uh, you know, coming from Plymouth. Plymouth did not challenge. Or because mm-hmm. people are wanting to let you know when they hear this stuff and they're like, "What are they being selective on?" It? The other schools got to challenge that as Dakota did which with Clark I don't Clark like. State. I
3: wrote a col- right. I wrote a column about this for State Champs last week right. about how I would solve the transfer problem, right. and I, I don't really like this. Well, the only way we're going to look at it is if someone uh, blows the whistle, which right. I just so
0: you know, that's the deal with that. Yeah, so yeah. he's legit.
3: But he was cleared. He's playing. They had no. They had real, uh, really no post presence. Um, mm-hmm. before right. woody and then you bring woody in there and he he's a very formidable post president right. so it, that's why it's such a difference to me
1: uh yeah well, I mean we just talked about west Bloomfield I think donovan moore is as much of a a game changer as anybody in the state came know, from Chicago came from in Chicago Hillsboro yep Hillsboro I mean like whatever West Bloomfield they're five and five or six and five right now I mean, they could very very well close. Well, I don't think that they're going to run the table. I mean, they've got to play Hazel Park again. Mm-hmm. They've got to play Clarkston again. Uh, they've got to play Troy again. Um, I think that they're maybe going to struggle a little bit in a couple of those games. But I think that, again, Donovan Moore can really be the, the breakout guy that everybody's talking about towards the end of the season and then into next year.
3: Tremendous versatility. He's got an outside game. He's got a really nice mid-range game. He can get to the rack. He's got a nice floater. Um, and, you know, he came into the state, I believe, in June or July. And by uh, the start of school, he had 10 Division One offers.
1: Yeah, just, I mean, he's a, he's a smart player. And then there's another kid who just transferred over from Northville uh, who's Robert, at, who's Robert, at Johnson. Robert Johnson. So that gives him another guard. While he might not be the biggest, he has somebody that can relieve some of the pressure that if anybody tries to go out there and press them. And I don't think so. Let, let's say this you've got three really smart guards out there, four really smart guards out mm-hmm. there. And that, a lot of the times, is what's going to get done in Kelso. Uh, Trey Harvey, who you brought up, Robert Johnson, and then, and then of course Donovan Moore, and then mixing a couple of football guys in there, yeah. and now
2: all of a sudden at the you, you secure the point
3: at the high you school and college level. Great guard play wins. Right. I mean, it's 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 a simple equation.
2: Yeah. And then uh, you know you go to the PSL and you talk about Marcus Gibbs going from yeah. Castech Tech to King, and I think he instantly makes King that much better of a team. Yeah. Uh, I think he led them in scoring last night. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, he did. Yeah.
3: He was Castex leading scorer last year, mm-hmm. coming off the bench. I think he kind of bristled at the notion of being a sixth man, um, and that might have led oh. to him trying to or wanting to move and, and making the move over to King. Yeah,
0: because when you go Cast to King, that's hardcore right there. He
2: was like still a, he was uh,
3: still getting his minutes, yeah. and he was still getting his shots. I mean, like I said, he was a leading scorer on that team. Yeah. So
2: he's a spot up shooter, and I think he he just adds another dimension to an already kind of tough, you know, hard nosed King team.
1: You know what? He's what King needs. Yeah. King doesn't have that outside scoring, yeah. and all of a sudden you've got somebody in who doesn't necessarily fit the the grinder. Like I need to, I need, if i I need to pick up and do all these other little things mm-hmm. if I'm ever going to be out there on on the court. And while Marcus does that, he just doesn't. I mean, he's not, he's not the guy that you're going to label first to go on the floor to get a loose ball. No. Or, he, or he's not the defensive stopper where he's got other guys, but he fits in very well with King just because one thing that they need is a some shooting. outside shooting. That's kind of what held
2: them back last year in a team that, you know, I think a lot of us looked at them as being a top-ten team going into the year, but they kind of missed that dimension a year ago.
3: Jalen Calso at Westmouth was a transfer, too. He's just yep. been eligible since the, uh, right, since the start since of the schedule. Right. He came over from Wild Lake Northern.
1: All right, so you saying somebody's going to break out a knuckle sandwich? Better make it <laughs> eligible immediately.
0: <laughs> All right, so so you know we've been doing this a few weeks. What's the word on the street about the podcast? You getting some uh, positive feedback?
3: I told you, I got. I told you, I had a half a dozen. Of, and this this is also, I think, speaks about how buzzy it is that we have girls basketball enthusiasts which obviously don't have the numbers that right. boys basketball enthusiasts have. I had a half dozen calls right. in mm-hmm. the uh, the two two three days after the po- the podcast was posted uh you know calling me to debate uh, Dan young's take right. On, right. on miss on the Miss basketball race I think that's
2: a great sign yeah absolutely um I think you know I think we've gotten a lot of good returns on it as far as it just opens up debate and that's kind of why we want to do that mailbag. Um, and you know, and give out how how people can communicate yeah. with us again on that. Just shoot, follow us on state on Twitter, StateChampsNet. Shoot us a, a message or a, a tweet on there. Uh, find us on Facebook, StateChampsNetwork on Facebook. Shoot us a direct message there, or go to our website uh, and then go to our contact page. State, I'm sorry, StateChampsNetwork.com right. contact page, and then shoot us an email through there. Um, but yeah, it, it opens debate, and I think there's a you know, like to what Scott said, there people want to debate. and yeah. that's that's kind of what we're here for now. What yeah, about well, you, man? without a discourse. Yeah. yeah well, oh, I
1: I tell you what. I, I look forward to going to Grand Rapids in a few weeks. Uh, or excuse me, in two weeks, February third, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I went over to Grand Ra- when I was in Grand Rapids a couple of weeks ago, hey, it was it was it was pretty it was pretty nice. Hey, thanks for thanks for acknowledging us over here on the on the west side of the state. I know that there's so many. People there, I man. If you draw up, you put up your hand, you know, I man, we might as well be on our own island over here yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in the Detroit area. Yeah, yeah. You know, we feel like New York to the right. rest of the state like and Manhattan, Chicago and right, Illinois. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Manhattan and New yeah. York City, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, you're from Yonkers? Uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it, it, it's, it, it's great that we're also able to touch around in different spots mm-hmm. of the state, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think that that's important as well to the show. Yeah.
0: All right, boys. Uh, good stuff. Uh, we'll do it again next week. So uh, make sure, again, share our content. If you got comments on the podcast, reach out to us via all the platforms and uh, let us know what you want to hear. If you've got uh, some criticism... Uh, if you want to shoot some holes in his rankings over here, <laughs> uh, it's certainly open for a debate. Uh, obviously, some big games and, and what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks is really going to shape where we feel that teams are going to end up. And of course, as we get closer to both Mister and Miss Basketball, those finalists coming in, I think we're going to have a better idea as to who is going to be in yeah. that final grouping. Shaking, so. Start shaping itself out. That's right. Sport. That's right. So get out there, enjoy some high school hoops, and we'll see you next week.